0: Father, we thank you uh, for revelation and divine order and the word of the Lord just coming together. And Lord, we just thank you that uh, you've preordained the words that you're going to speak in this moment. Give people ears to hear, eyes to see, and thank you, Lord, that these people that are listening to this now and around the world are not people who will be faint of hearing what you have to say. So thank you for direct words from heaven that shape the earth. Thank you for your power coming. Thank you for miracles happening. And uh, thank you, Lord, today that we're on divine assignment in Jesus' name. Amen. And the Lord says that this is a season of divine order and structure for the body of Christ. And this is a season where uh, the justice of God, the hand of the gavel of justice, is falling in the earth. And I say to my people today, do not be dismayed, nor look to the right, nor to the left, but keep your eyes focused and forward, because this will be a forward motion season for the people of God. But you must keep your eyes focused. Focus, 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 focus. For if you focus on the wrong entity, or the wrong voice, or the wrong thing in this season, you will you will uh, you will build incorrectly, and you will fail to advance the agenda and the purposes of heaven. And the main call the Lord says, which has always been the heart, my heart for my people, is to delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord delight yourself in the Lord for when you delight yourself in the Lord you free yourself from being hindered by things in your heart that could capture your attention and the Lord says there's a uh, three to six month period where I'm shifting the appetite of the American church so that they would delight themselves in the Lord and as they delight themselves in the Lord the lens by which they view reality will come and I will cause my people to be elevated and to legislate correctly from the correct position. So lean into me, says the Lord, and position yourself in a place of humility. Position yourself in a place of humility for what you've even understood about my ways cannot define where I want the people of God to go in this season. And I just see it now again. I've seen this many, many times over the last three months. And we just declare that the justice of God is coming into the earth. And it will not be fueled by the uh, anger of man, but actually by the weight and the righteousness of God, who always judges correctly. And we thank you, Lord, that this is a season in the earth where... The judgment of who God is, the righteous judge, will be known in the earth through the words, the declarations, and the prayers of the people of God. And the Lord says, "Don't grow weary in well doing, for even uh, even the the uh, presidential election and the governor, governor, uh, the, the election of the governor in the state are still hanging in the balance." So it is critical that you see, pray, and position yourself correctly in this season to the purposes of God there you go. the Lord says there are certain things that cannot be birthed unless the people of God are positioned correctly in the place of the wall in the place that I've called them to so there'll be a realignment of priorities for the people of God all across this nation and one of the signs the Lord says that I'm going to give you one of the signs I'm going to give you is there's going to be a, 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 an emergence Of leaders who have not come forth to the forefront as of yet but the voice and the things that I'm gonna allow them to be released through their mouths and their hearts will come what will need to come forth in this hour and they will stand in the place of righteousness and they will not stand for even one ideology or philosophy but they will stand with the king and the kingdom to bring the appropriate message and there's a there's a caution in the Spirit for the people of God. There's a caution in the Spirit to uh, identify by the Holy Spirit religious structures that have clouded your lens, and there's also a a, a, a caution to not allow yourself to see reality through the philosophy of the traditions of men and the ways of men because it will hinder your sight in the purposes of God. And the Lord says, it is my justice, this is not your justice, that I desire to do. For many in the body of Christ have stood up and declared their own justice, and because of it, it's been ineffective, and their words have fallen to the ground. So the Lord says, I desire only the justice that I bring, and it's only the justice that I bring that can bring true healing and cause the healing of the land to happen. I want to talk where I felt like the Lord gave me a very specific message uh, this morning Lord we just thank you for your word didn't expect all that expected some of it (laughs) it's called walking by faith do you know your life will be a whole lot better if you don't try and figure it all out and just obey God felt like the Lord told me there are six prophetic keys, these are obviously not exhaustive, but six prophetic keys that must define the body of Christ, define the future for the body of Christ. Here's number one, home and families must become the foundation for generational discipleship. Homes and families must become the foundation for generational discipleship. And uh, what a wonderful celebration today we've had of fathers, but uh, I had this phrase in my heart this morning, just as I was collecting what what God asked me to do this morning. And He said, "It's only disciple parents that can actually disciple children." Come on. So if if your number one commitment is not to delight yourself in the Lord, it's going to be really difficult to lead your family into that commitment. If there's an, it, there should be at some point no options in your life of the choices that you're going to make. There should not be an option of whether you're going to church. Should be, what service are we going to? Come on. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. Thanks for being hungry, but I, I, I'm going to do what God's asked me to do, and then Come you can on. go do whatever you're going to do tonight. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Daniel chapter 1. Now, if you understand the background of this, these are, are, are no more <coughs> than teenagers, and uh, their, their nation, the nation, God's covenant people, have been overtaken. And the only reason they're overtaken is because that they have given themselves over to idols' evil. That is the only way that the enemy had a legal access to God's covenant people. And so we know that they've taken these young men. And uh, most, it doesn't, we don't know explicitly from Scripture, but most, most commentators will tell you that they were uh, castrated. Eunuchs, because they're not going to let you around. So that's pretty bad. (laughs) And now they've come in service to the king. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. And, and, And the reason he's chosen them is because he wants to train them in the ways of Babylon. Here's why this is so significant. Because if we do not disciple correctly, the world will disciple you. In fact, there's a reason I was emphasizing that in that word, because the Lord spoke to I don't know like a week ago. He said, when, the, when, the, when your greatest delight is not the Lord, your heart will be hijacked by a different agenda. Your, your heart does not live in like a de- demilitarized zone. Jesus taught that there's only two types of people building in the earth, those building correctly and those building incorrectly. He doesn't go, there's not a sort of Christian or believer so you're either building you're actually either making a choice in everything that you do that either adds to the foundation of the life or takes away from the foundation there's no in-between if you know I know this has not been an issue until the last number of years in America but you are you're, you're not sort of a man you are a man you're not sort of a woman you are a woman you're either correctly building or you're incorrectly building doesn't mean you get it right all the time but it means that there's a there's a choice that you've made that i had you know the, the song i have decided to follow jesus no turning back no turning back Come on. That's good. and it's only within that context can you really build correctly we've 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 lied to people sometimes like all you got to do is come up here and say a prayer no, that might be the door, but you better be ready to go, I'm all in. People get really disappointed because they're like, I thought you told me all I had to say was a prayer. I didn't expect that my whole life would change. That's good. That's good. But it'll change for the better. Yes, it will. What you have to realize is, and this is just just, just plain how I think about it, I'm really stupid God is really smart, and he wants to help my life. It's just an easy way to look at it. The guy who doesn't know anything is talking to the guy who knows all things, and he knows all things that are best for me. But Daniel purposed in his heart. that means his heart was designed and had an intention that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with wine with, with, with which he drank. Therefore he requested chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Stop right there. That's really important because this: He's only a teenage boy. And I am convinced that his parents taught him the ways of the covenant, that even though, do you imagine the injustice of this? The injustice of this situation is his whole country has been taken over. He is not going to live like most men and he is now positioned himself as like, I know I'm in Babylon, but I'm not going to live by Babylon. And they're either going to die trusting God or I'm going to prove that my God is greater. Yeah. And this is a question that I'm asking myself constantly. Can I prove in my life that my God has more fruit than the evil you're walking in? Verse 17, just for the sake of time, As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill, literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days, when the king had said that they would be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them among them all. None, none was found, like none, none was like Daniel, Hannah, Mishael, Ezra, but therefore they served before the king. And all matters of wisdom and understanding. See, it's not just uh, I have learned. It is not just good enough to bring something to the table. You must. You must display an elevated status in the world that we live in. Yes. About which the kings end, they were found ten times better than all the musicians and astrologers who were in, who were all who were all who were in all his realm. So they. To to me, the the lesson here, the key lesson that God wants to teach or really emphasize this morning, is this: that they were taught in the home, and they did not defile themselves when they left, even though they're put in a very difficult situation. Their internal belief system defined how they were going to live in that moment. Yes. Second prophetic thing: corporate and corporate prayer and intercessions. Uh, must birth strategies for nations to be saved and shaped. Corporate prayer and intercessions must birth strategies for nations to be shaped. And I believe one of the things that God is emphasizing is the altar in the home, making your house, even if it's 15 minutes with your family, just get around, worship the Lord, read the word of God. I'm going to see my father today. Uh, he would read the word of God to me every morning. Get home. My mom's an intercessor. And, and, and I, I know probably if you're here, this might certainly not apply to you, but a prayer before you eat will not allow you to stand correctly in this season. Oh, come on. That's good, man. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, come on. Our truth. And we have, to, we have to rip off, rip off wasted motion in prayer. What I mean by wasted motion, God, please help us. No, He wants to help you. Yeah, right. come on. And we must rip off our own selfish motives where we're trying to get God to do things but when you align with God and pray with God there's fruitfulness already look at uh, Daniel chapter 2 Daniel chapter 2 verse 8 then the king answered and I said I know for certain that you would gain time because you see that my decision is firm if you do not make known to me the dream there's only one decree for you For I have agreed to speak lying, corrupt words before me until the time of saints. Therefore, tell me the dream, and I shall know that you can give me its interpretation. So the king, the context, I'm moving quickly. The context of this is the king wants an answer to a dream he hasn't told anyone about. The world is mad without God. You're seeing it right now. I mean, the secular prophets are trying to tell us what reality is. The buildings burning behind the journalists, he goes, it's a mostly peaceful protest. (laughs) That's insanity. Don't play the crazy game. They want you to, because once you start agreeing with craziness, you open the door to deception. Look at verse 16, so now he's killing people because no one will tell him about, give an interpretation of a dream that he hasn't told anyone about. He definitely worked for government. Verse 16, (laughs) forgive me, Lord. (laughs) So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Notice he, he goes, why is this so urgent? That's the background. Now he's asking him that he might tell the king the interpretation. This is really key right here. Daniel went into house and made the decision known to Hannah, Mishael, Ezra, and his companions. This is key right here. Corporate intercession, that they might seek the mercies from God of heaven concerning the secret. So we know in in a few moments here, in a few verses, that Daniel's the one who gets the understanding, but there's this corporate agreement coming together. Let's believe God to get the answer, or else we're going to die. So that Daniel's companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed and Daniel in the night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And Daniel answered said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. The wisdom that created the world is yours today if you're in Christ. He changes everything. The times and season. He removes kings and raises kings up. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. I love this. My favorite thousand verse in scripture. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. So corporate intercession, prophets and, 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 and intercessors merging together to see and to pray and to bring in strategy and understanding for the body of Christ and for the people of God to reveal the beauty of the king in the middle of chaos. Number three, divine messengers bringing words from heaven to shift the earth for the greatest habitation of the glory of the Lord. John and, and, and the prophet John is, is to me a model for this. He said... We know John said in John chapter 1 verse 23 he said I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the Lord as a prophet Isaiah said we know according to John 10 41 John did not do any miracles as a prophet so the power in his ministry was in the words he spoke he spoke words that created the place where Jesus now came to live and abide in the earth as never before before. And there's coming uh, in the earth, messengers in the earth with weighty words that will shift weather patterns, that will shift regions, that will shift nations. True words from heaven. No wasted words that will shift you, that will deliver people, and that will cause people to be elevated in the purposes of God. Amen. This is a season, this is the, the Lord spoke to me the last, uh, um, fall, as we went into 2020, uh, he, I, he, uh, he spoke this to me. This is a season of joy and divine order in the body of Christ. I will begin to bring order in the leaders of the body of Christ. For those that I showed great mercy but failed to repent, I will expose ungodliness that uh, uh, from what they've built, uh, what they've built will crumble quickly." My greatest desire is for my uh, leaders to build things that last for generations. I also desire for them to build from an eternal perspective. I'm releasing a cleansing in the body of Christ. Only what is heaven, uh, what it was birthed from heaven, will stand, and a lifestyle of ungodliness will no longer be tolerated. I'm releasing a fresh baptism of purity and holiness. My people will ascend the hill of the Lord with a pure heart and a clean heart. This is a season of purity and holiness. Holiness is coming back in style. And I call it happy holiness. It's fun changing. My desire is for waves of cleansing to come to my house. This is a season of pioneering in the body of Christ as never before. Did I not say I would build my church and the gates of hell would not prevail? In this season, apostolic structures will emerge. New wineskins will emerge that I intend to carry them into eternity. Yes, I'm going to build build for eternity, build for eternity, build for eternity. Many of the purposes I had for previous generations were not built. They were not built because my people had an earthly perspective. They were bound and and, and thought things like, this will be efficient. It's not really possible to do it in that way. Yet in this season of pioneering, I want my people, especially my leaders, to be marked with eternity. When you're marked with eternity, you can build for eternity. You can build from one generation to the next, and the purposes of God will be fulfilled. This will be a season of divine messengers on the earth. I saw a close group of pioneers in the earth, and I see them as large flames of fire bringing the word of the Lord. They not only will bring the word of the Lord, but they will release and bring divine strategies. They will birth realities that have not existed before on the earth. They will be from different cultures, backgrounds and streams. They will be unified and have a unique sound. The words they will release on the earth will carry a weight and authority unlike any other generation. They will call sounds on the earth and unusual patterns as the signs, a sign that the words are truly from heaven. They will speak words from heaven. Their words will call the heavens to be opened, the ground to be shaped as God intends. Words from heaven will penetrate the spears of government and cause uh, my purpose in that spear to be birthed. Words from heaven will be released in cities. It will cause my purposes to be established. Words from heaven will be released into economic world systems and will cause a corruption to be exposed. There is coming in the next uh, next three years an unveiling like never before. I don't even know what that means, so I'll hold that. The systems of man will fail, but if my, pre- my people properly understand the time and the seasons in which they live, if they choose to hear and listen to divine instruction, prosperity and increase will be their portion. I have preordained words from heaven before the foundation of the earth for my people to speak in this season. The words will cause my people to fulfill the plans and the purposes I have for them on the earth, and they will bring great glory to my name. Amen. Number 4 fivefold ministry will work together to establish the government of God. Yes. Just read this, Ephesians chapter 4. Somewhat familiar verse of scripture, but Ephesians four, verse four. There is one body, one body, one spirit. The the uh, one of Paul's apostolic emphasis was this: that you have a you're an individual member, but your membership is only expressed correctly. Uh, can only be expressed correctly when it's known through the body of Christ, and it's only the body of Christ that can correctly, fully display who Jesus is. Sure. Come on, man. I can replicate, you can replicate who Jesus is supposed to be through your life, but the complete expression of that cannot take place outside of the corporate context. Right. And that's why part of the world is in such a... Uh, Trouble because there have been incorrect expressions and there have been dysfunctional expressions, and the world is not interested in dysfunctional expressions of who Jesus is. One body, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men." Now this he ascended, what does it also mean? But he also descended into lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. It's really important because he's telling us... Uh, and, and of course, he's going to categorize a fivefold ministry, but his expression there is the book of Psalms, when Israel would win a victory, they would put the spoils on a mountain, and everyone would see it, and they would get to, uh, they would get to uh, have a part in the spoils. So he says, one of the parts of the spoils that I've given, because I operated in all five offices... This is also really really important for your discipleship. You should never fall in with one expression or one office, or else you will be dysfunctional. If If you eat Cinnabons all the time, you will not be a healthy person. You might be a happy, fat person, but you will not be a healthy person. And some people are happy in their religious ignorance. So he's telling us one of the fruits, one of the victors is that I gave gifts unto men. Now there's not one office or one ministry that can equip you properly, but I've put men and women. I like women preachers. I think a woman can do anything a man can do as long as God called her to do it. We bless you, You're a blessing. Come on. But it's only through these functioning... These are gifts I gave to you. That's why the enemy works so hard to separate and even cause offense between fivefold ministers because it's only through these things that the body of Christ can be fully equipped. Where you're not receiving from one of these gifts, you will be dysfunctional in a certain way.